to the podcast. Last week, a fairly innocuous legislative provision landed on Governor Charlie Baker's desk. It directed the state to seek federal funding for a study that would use volunteers to test whether vehicle miles traveled, or VMT tax, could be a viable alternative to a tax on gasoline. We caught up with the governor to ask him about this. Here's what he said. I would never support a vehicle miles traveled tax unless I was absolutely sure that it was not going to create additional burdens on drivers in Massachusetts, and especially on drivers in parts of the Commonwealth where there's not a lot of uh, available public transportation. Asked whether he is firmly opposed to new taxes and fees of any kind, Baker said, I've said many times that I'm not, a, uh, I'm not interested in raising taxes. I think we should do a better job with the resources that we have. And I especially uh, find this one troubling because I do believe um, it has the potential to create a really skewed uh, set of tax circumstances for a number of folks here in the Today, with me are Michael Widmer, the former head of the Massachusetts Taxpayers Foundation, and James Aloisi, a former Secretary of Transportation. Both favor VMT. Let's start with you, Jim. Why is VMT a good idea? Well, it's a good idea because it responds to the needs of our times. The first thing I'd like to point out to people is that VMT is not a tax. It's a pure user fee. In fact, it's, it's more pure as a user fee than a toll, and we can talk about why that is. I want folks to understand that what was vetoed was not a VMT that would be imposed on people. What was vetoed was a simple directive that the state would apply for federal grant money to then have a test pilot program that would be completely voluntary. That was what was vetoed. So the idea that we are afraid to ask for federal funding support to have a voluntary pilot program is what really is, I think, astounding many of us and is like uh, on the table as what really took place in this instance. And to underscore Jim's point, a pilot program will answer the very questions that Charlie Baker raises. It's peculiar because we all know that Baker is very inquisitive and driven by facts and analysis. He and the administration would control the pilot program and could design it in a way that uh, um, could meet his concerns about uh, taxes and fees. Though, as Jim says, this is clearly a uh, classic user fee. So he walked away from the possibility of answering the very question satisfactorily that he raises. So why do you think he adopted that approach? Well, I think it's clear that he was concerned about this as a tax or fee. Uh, and didn't want to go near it uh, because on its merits, it deserves very serious consideration. Clearly, uh, this is the uh, means of funding transportation in the future. By that, I mean 10, 20, 30 years from now for the 21st century. It's going to be road usage in some form or another as the uh, revenues from the gas tax decline. But uh, I think it was uh, too hot for the governor, if you will. So tell us how it would work a little bit. I, I think it's important for people to understand what VMT means. So vehicle, VMT stands for Vehicle Miles Traveled, and it's, a, it's an approach to raising transportation revenue that says we will charge you by the mile for only what you use. Now, we're, VMT wouldn't charge people uh, for Main Street in, in, in their hometown. 
it would charge people primarily for the state highway system. Hopefully someday it might also charge them for the interstate as a replacement to tolls. But it initially, it would only be imposed on the state highway system. And it would work like an odometer in the car. If you, there would be a base fee set for the Commonwealth. It could be five cents a mile, three cents a mile, whatever. This is the point that Mike made. Whatever people, you have to test it and see how it works. And, and you would charge people by the mile for what they used. Nothing more, nothing less. The virtue of VMT is not only the, is it completely fair and transparent as a user fee, but because it's technology-based, you can have uh, the kind of regional equity that we keep wanting to, to have and to, we keep talking about. For example, you could charge people in Berkshire County the base fee and nothing more because by definition you might say, well, folks have to travel longer distances out in Berkshire County or Hamden County. Whereas you could charge people a higher fee, the base fee plus, if they were traveling within, say, the 495 area, or a base plus if they were traveling within the 128 area. So it allows you to charge transparently and fairly and based on actual congestion impacts and other impacts. It's a very flexible and agile tool. And um, I think eventually Massachusetts just like California is doing, just like Oregon is doing, and other states are looking to do, we need to at least understand how it will work and explore it, and we can't be afraid of asking people to volunteer to test this out. Another key issue here uh, lurking behind is, do you put the VMT on top of the gas tax that already exists, or as a replacement? And that's one of the um, questions that would be answered over time. But in the long term, what we're really talking about here is the alternative to the gas tax. As gas tax revenues slowly decline, for all the obvious reasons, uh, we need a source, an alternative source of funding for transportation, which we already underfund. So the question of somehow adding a new tax on top of the gas tax, or in this case a user fee, is way premature until we've really looked at it, understood it, and then have a debate about uh, this and other questions. But I think we need to be prepared now to think about that day in the future, and I don't think it's a long way away, where we realize that the gas tax is no longer the primary way of funding our transportation needs. It was the stable, robust way to do it in the 20th century. We are now, if anyone hasn't noticed, well into the 21st century, it's a technocentric era. It is, it is an era where we're trying to move away from the use of fossil fuels. And a, and a revenue source based on fossil fuels is, is a dinosaur, no pun intended. We know it's politically unpopular to raise the gas tax. But we also know from recent data that, that people are driving less, and they're also driving vehicles that are more fuel efficient. And we're beginning to see more hybrids and more pure electric. As that evolves over the next decade or so, um, we need to be prepared to have a, a, a substitute for the gas tax. VMT could be that. And to underscore a further related point, what we haven't done in Massachusetts, and most states have not done, is increase the gas tax to reflect inflation. So when we had a three cent increase in the gas tax in 2013, we hadn't had an increase in almost 25 years, so the gas tax had lost about 40% of its purchasing power. We 
we raised it three cents, still was way behind where it was in the uh, early 1990s. There was a provision to index the gas tax to inflation, and that was uh, in that legislation, and that was rejected by the voters in the fall of 2014. So even if we didn't see less um, driving, I mean, or less uh, uh, use of fuels, as Jim said, we would see a decline over time in the purchasing power of the gas tax. So there are a whole series of circumstances that are, if you will, draining the use of the gas tax. Now, listening to this, someone might listen to you, Mike, and say, wow, he's really talking about we got to raise taxes or we got to raise taxes. You don't seem like a tax-happy guy to me at all. That's not your reputation. So what are you saying here when you when you advocate for this? What we're saying, and Jim and I served on the Transportation Finance Commission 10 years ago, and one of its key recommendations is that the Commonwealth should move toward a system of user road user fees, like a VMT, as the main source of funding transportation in the 21st century. So we're moving from the gas tax to VMT or some version of VMT or versions of VMT in order to fund transportation. So we have to face the reality that the gas tax cannot support and has been a declining revenue source for transportation given the fact that it's not keeping pace with inflation over the last 25 years and we need to fund transportation, huge backlog at the T, uh, roads and bridges, and we're moving from one source principally to another source principally. That may take 25 years, but this was a pilot study to get us started. Right. Now, I noticed Secretary Pollack, when she's been asked about this, raises the issue that, well, even people aren't driving as much as they used to be, as if she was sort of suggesting that, well, this won't be the panacea in, t- in bringing in all these revenues. But that's not really the point, is it? No, and nobody's saying the VMT is a panacea. What we're saying is, uh, to what Mike has just said, and I agree, is we need to have a stable revenue source that's based on transportation uses. And if you think about, well, what, what, what has that been since the last century? Well, it was the gas tax. Well, what we're saying is that is quickly becoming less and less uh, attractive for any number of reasons that are very apparent, happening in real time. And so while VMT is not 100% of the solution, it should be looked at as a significant part of the solution because we're not, VMT, uh, people may be driving less, but no one is suggesting people are not going to stop driving. And so, but what is clear is that however much people drive, they'll be increasingly driving cars that are more fuel efficient or or that completely don't use fossil fuels. And that's when VMT becomes an important tool in the toolbox. We have to, you know, money has to come from somewhere. And what VMT, I think, offers people is a chance to have it come from transportation uses in a way that's totally fair because it's a user fee and totally transparent because it would be very clear to people you're just being charged what you use for what you use period, end of story. And the reality is as well, we're not talking about just individual drivers, and of course we're going to have individuals, I mean, whether it goes down slightly or up slightly, I mean, individuals are going to be driving on the highways for the indefinite future. And then we have commerce, and we're talking about an economic support. You've got to have a 
transportation system that works so that we can move goods and, 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 uh, and, uh, and create jobs. So um, the notion that somehow the amount of driving would have anything to do with VMT and is somehow a caution on VMT, I'd, I don't get the connection. So you have two very smart people, Charlie Baker, Stephanie Pollack, spouting what I'm, I'm listening to you guys. You're very persuasive about this, but you have two very smart people t sort of talking nonsense here. Um, not nonsense, but it sounds like politics rather than, than... Well, I don't know. It's not about IQ. I mean, it's about ideology, I suspect. But it's not about IQ. They're very bright people, and, and they're very nice people, and they're very good people. So hopefully we can figure out how to be persuasive to at least let people feel like they shouldn't be, again, I'm going to say it again, just to underscore it, that they shouldn't be afraid of applying for federal funding support to do a voluntary pilot program. That is all this was about. Right. And to underscore that, I wish the governor and Stephanie had reached out to all sorts of people, I and mean, could reach out to me and Jim, but there are lots of others, who are supportive of this pilot study and who could, could, could help construct the argument in a supportive fashion so it would be clear to the public and the voters that this was not a new tax in any way, shape, or form, and therefore it could be taken out of the ideological sphere and the political sphere and be treated in the way it should be, which is a very um, innocuous first step towards but something very important in the funding of transportation for the rest of the century. But that's why I found this whole story so fascinating, because this isn't the only issue like this. You also have the governor's tea advisory board that recommended the creation of a fiscal management control board and other reforms said, we need, and Jim, you know this, we need reform and revenue. Yes. But it but this, this sort of thinking would seem to indicate that Baker is, is not even going to consider Well, revenues. but see, I think we need to make the, the case to the governor uh, that this is, VMT is reform. If you think about VMT, what VMT is, it is the eventual substitute for the hated, reviled gas tax. If we want to talk about reforming the way we generate transportation revenue, then let's begin by at least testing whether a pure user fee like VMT will work. So I think VMT is reform. And I, if we are able to test this out and have people see it and understand it, not be afraid of it, but embrace at least, you know, we, we, we say, we, we fancy ourselves to be the East Coast version of Silicon Valley, right? We're the innovation state. Well, we can't continue to think about ourselves and portray ourselves as the innovation state if we walk away from even testing on a voluntary basis, 21st century approaches to generating transportation revenue. When we know with certainty that the existing uh, revenue source, the gas tax, will decline. There is no debate about that. The only debate is what's the rate of decline. So listening to the governor, he seems to be pretty opposed to new taxes and fees. Yes. But he always sort of 
leaves a little wiggle room. Like, oh, yeah, I want to hear about this, or we need to know about this. And, and you pointed this out earlier, Mike. That's what the point of this study was to do, is to answer a lot of these questions. So I keep coming back to it. He says, he says things where he doesn't say, no new taxes, read my lips. But is that what he's basically saying? Well, I don't know. I mean, look, in the same two-week period as the VMT um, initiative was vetoed, a TNC bill was passed, and that imposed the new fee on people, and people seem to be perfectly comfortable with that. Um, same two-week period, we've, we're embracing a $3 billion South Coast Rail program for which no one has a real funding plan for. And um, so I, you look at all those things. None of these things are disconnected in my mind, right? They, they all ought to be related to how we're thinking about and fashioning transportation policy for today and tomorrow. Um, having, uh, allowing a fee for the use of uh, Uber and Lyft and Bridge and the rest uh, was deemed acceptable, but having a test pilot on a user fee was deemed not. I, I think we have to figure out how to square that circle because it's not apparent to me how it's done. He also left one out. Uh, he was asked about a bill that would extend the hotel tax to home sharing right. businesses and initially said, yeah, I can support that, but then quickly backed away. Again, sort of, you know, it's a little unclear. He seems, seems to be clear when you talk to him, but it's hard to tell. Yeah, I think, as you say, Bruce and Jim, the distinctions here are thin uh, and hard to follow. Uh, I think he appropriately is reluctant to say absolutely no new taxes or fees, and we see, as we just described, instances where he's supportive, but presumably in this case, the VMT, he felt it was, um, um, not, it was potentially politically uh, more difficult. I don't know. I was obviously don't know his thinking, but one can only surmise that uh, it was an ideological slash political decision. And one thing um, I think you've mentioned in something you wrote for Commonwealth, the money that they were going to apply for, the federal money, it's part of a program to encourage this, this type of experimentation, right? Could you talk a little bit about that? Yes. I mean, this is part of the federal legislation because the federal government, even with all of the um, fighting in Congress, recognizes that the feds are not going to be able to support the states in terms of transportation funding to the extent that they have historically, and therefore the states are going to have to pick up more and more of that burden. So they have this $95 million experimental program to encourage states to look at VMT as the long-term solution and to take pressure off of the feds. So this was hmm. designed by the feds, recognizing the long-term trends and encouraged the states to step in. So here is this um, offer to the states and Massachusetts uh, walks away. So you think this will, it sounds like both of you hope this will emerge again at as hopefully quickly as well. Yes, I think that, you know, hopefully this is one of those situations that can be revisited. And I think, you know, people like myself, and my, I mean, this is about trying to think about what's best in, the, in our long-term interests in the Commonwealth. You know, we, we have, Mike and I, I think we speak for you, 
I mean, it's not like we have separate agendas here at this point in our lives and our careers other than to take the experience that we've had and try to share it with people and, and help guide sensible policy in the Commonwealth. So this is not about, this is more about, I think, registering disappointment at a particular outcome, but, but not about doing anything other than reaching out a hand to say, look, we're still, we've looked at this. Uh, we looked at this 10 years ago. We've still, we're still looking at it. And, and we think it's, you know, we're, we're willing to be helpful in helping you think about how can we do this in a way that's the most comfortable way, the safest way, so that no one feels like they're being uh, painted into a political corner by it. And, and this is an administration, and you touched on it, Bruce and Jim, that is deeply committed to improving how government works. And they're taking steps at the MBTA that have never been taken. And there is actually a little hope because of Baker's and Pollock's leadership and the Fiscal Control Board that over a several years that we may actually improve the functioning of the MBTA. So this pilot program is consistent with this kind of long-term vision and planning for an improved transportation system. So this is an administration if there's any administration that really should embrace this pilot program. I think VMT is, is going to be the future of how states across the nation raise revenue. And you cannot avoid the future. The future will come whether you want it to or not. Well, I think that's the great way to end this discussion. I want to thank Michael Widmer, James Aloisi for being here today, and our executive producer, Lear Johansson. I'm Bruce Mole, editor of Commonwealth Magazine. Check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud. Thanks very much. Money.